You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Check out the Pentagon LA, a brand new retail space and recording studio in Glendale, California, bringing art, music, and culture to LA. Whether you in store or online, look out for the hottest trends in artist merchandise, dope new art from local artists and photographers, and watch out for events and pop ups from your favorite brands and artists. Follow us at the Pentagon LA or visit thepentagonla.com. Yo, this is Tech Nine on Wake the Flock Up. Uh, so hurry up and do it. Wake the flock up. Tech Nine, baby. Wake the flock up, Immortal Technique. You know what it is, baby. Bang, bang. Yo, this is this is D Spawn. I'm chilling with my man Concept. And this is Wake the Flock Up. Yo, what's the deal? It's yours truly, the magnificent DJ Jazzy Jeff, checking out Wake the Flock Up. You're the reason why I do what I do. And I started to list a long time ago uh-huh. with all the artists I've ever wanted to interview. I know your list. I follow okay, you. Okay, okay. I read all your tweets. I appreciate yes, you doing you that. you said this is your mission. It was my to mission. Come here. Absolutely. And if you didn't get this interview. My wife won't let me go home, Sway. She okay. got to give me 10 minutes of your time. And on if it wasn't bro. for your wife. Yes. Because I know she's a beautiful woman. Yes, she is. Who keeps that household together. That's right. So I want to make sure she got a beautiful man to come. That that's oh, going to come home bro, for, man. Thank you so Constant. much. Bro. What up, man? Any questions? What you got? Listen. Oh, you're out of your mind. No, 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 I don't believe they let you, I guess, run about with your little recorder saying these fucking horrible things to people. 60 East. Wake the flock up. Concept 704. Beautiful 60 East. Casa de 60. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dope spot. And I see you got, you brought me in here to impress me because you got all your trophies up and shit. Trophy room. Humble me, bro. You're humbling me right now, son. That's what's up. 60, how was uh, Soundset? Fun, man. So we're cool. back. 60 East was there with Wake the Flock Up. Uh, you're a big part of why it was successful because it could have easily gone really bad. Really oh, early, wow. too. <laughs> and we'll talk about that because I think it's important to kind of for people to understand. I can only hustle so much. If life doesn't choose to allow me to continue or doesn't make things easier for me, it's very simple. It could have just been real discouraging first yeah. of all second of all it could really be a like an issue because you're far away from home with no money in the phone yeah. that could be a problem had i been with a lesser person <laughs> who'd have been like nah bro i only got enough it had been that it had been lights out like well what, what am i gonna do and then my whole i got it so what happened was i get off the plane and uh first of all minneapolis weather was just hot it was humid and hot <laughs> and then kind of wanting to rain and then kind of not want it was crazy but uh, the first day that we get there, I lose my debit card, which is awesome. That alone as a series of issues. First of all, you're in Minneapolis. You know, you're far away from home. You ain't got no money. It's okay. So then, well, I had an idea. I said, hey, 60, I'll pay pie you some cash. You shoot me some dough. And that's the only reason why I was able to stay and maintain, right? But luckily, uh, no one used the card. So I'm, I'm convinced it's just like in a gutter yeah, you somewhere. Lost it. Because I, went, I kept checking it like every so often to see if it, it was any usage. And there was nothing. So then I used it for the lift and shit. So mm-hmm. that helped out. So I get there. And then, uh, the, 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 oh, that later on that day, we go to that club. But I had already been up till four in the morning. Yeah. Right. I went up, up to four in the morning, getting there. I was super tired. And it was kind of weird. Like, we went on uh, what was the official pre party, right? Yeah. But except it was gay friendly night. 
or that club is gay to begin no, with. No, no, the club is not gay. First First Avenue is a legendary venue, but uh-huh. I think just the lineup yeah. maybe brought in that crowd. Um, yeah, but that crowd was, <laughs> was questionable. <laughs> I, I mean, no, that's your word. It's not mine. I stay away. Yeah, you stay clear. I'm friendly with everybody. No, hey, yeah. they were having a good time. I was having a good time. Exactly. <laughs> they were enjoying themselves. It was awesome. But it was a gay and lesbian friendly kind of night. Yeah. Uh, that, but also the lineup. Let me, let's talk about the headliner. The clip to it. The cl- no, no, the headliner was Jungle Pussy. Jungle Pussy. But the, the, the girl that opened her, one of the acts was the, the clituation. That was, I think that was, oh no no that's the name of the promoter or the name of the people that hosted I think because so it was rhyme stairs plus the clituation the clituation the name of their PR uh. or actually I think that was the name of the event the clituation <laughs> was the the name of the night because it was a it was an all female lineup. <laughs> but yeah. oh, the funniest thing, guys, you guys gotta gotta imagine the clituation just just flashing, yeah, yeah. in All huge night. screen TV, and I'm like, what the bright, fuck are we bright talking? Colors. <laughs> the word "pussy" was used more than I've ever heard any amount of artists use "pussy." Yeah, "pussy this, pussy that." I'm like, oh, come down. They're dude. girls. It's okay. They can say it. Is it? I don't know. It's kind of, oh, it's like the N word for females. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, on the way. So, uh, yo, I'm already, I'm already tired. I'm kind of like bummed out because I lost my debit card. I got worried about all that shit, right? So I'm like, you know what? At 60, I'm tired. I'm gonna head back to the hotel room, and it's around midnight. And I you know it's only 10 minutes, so I walk there and I'm watching, and it's pretty dope. Uh, and then I run across the street, and my phone falls out of my back pocket, and I make it on the other way because I don't want to turn around because I don't know if there's cars coming. So once I make it to safety, I turn around and I see my phone and I'm like, okay. And I look to the right. There's nothing. I look to the left. There's a huge car. Actually, it was a truck. It was like a, like a box truck headed towards my phone. <laughs> and the first thing I thought is, Lord, you're going to have them run over my phone? Are you, is, are you serious? Is, is this what's going to happen? Double, like, double. You lose man, man. all your money far away from home and now you got no way to call home? Like, and no emails for the f- interviews tomorrow or to get a hold of you when you're running around. Imagine, it'd have been a fucking disaster. Yeah, damn. Disaster. The car runs over the phone. <laughs> and I said, dude, it got to a point where I just smiled. And I said, really? Really? Like, this is how this trip is going to go down? Yeah. All this hype, all this energy, all this buzz. And then, oh, well, I didn't have no money and my phone was broken. So what can I do kind of shit? So I go back and I pick it up and it's cracked to shit. I push the home button and it works still. And I'm like, oh my God. Thank Just you. enough. At least the fucking phone works still. <laughs> so you're already in your mind getting upset about like, yo, you know, I have a personal conversation I, and I, I always, it or, or whatever it is, I'm always referencing towards God. So I'm like, God, really like this? Really like, like you know, this is what's going to happen? Like this is how you're going to let me go out? Uh, and I was already upset kind of because of the debit card thing. So even yeah. I had a little tantrum with God about that. <laughs> and then when the phone, and it was just like, it was a realization of like, yo, relax. Calm down. Yeah. It's not that bad. You're here still. Yeah. Your phone works. 60 was able to spot you some dough. Think about what's really happening, where you are, what your purpose is. Focus on that. So that kind of got me through the night to the next day, right? Uh, but uh, so that so that was the kind of weekend I was already expecting to have, and it just completely flipped. Yeah. At the end, it just went from being a kind of sucky weekend to just 
an amazing weekend even to the god last humbled day. you man it was kind of like yeah let me smack you around let me see if this guy bitches up goes home packs it up or just stays in the room but nah man because you know, i feel <laughs> i feel that some dudes would have been like fuck it like all right yeah like oh, fuck you know yeah because yeah oh fuck you know money and your phone's broken like it had been it had been that but yeah. luckily i told you like uh i feel god humbles me a lot before before and after yeah, yeah 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 before and after big experiences i mean bro. i feel you know that's that's everybody you know that's right it's funny that's why they say you know god works in mysterious ways and <laughs> i'm telling you i think i think god is like yo yeah but check yourself because yeah. remember you might have posted something fucked up that day and it's like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think it's kind of your boastfulness your 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 pride is like yeah well, i can fucking do this again which I no boom. <laughs> which I feel you should have some of though. If you do things, yeah, you get shit nah. accomplished. I don't see what's wrong with being like, "Yo, I fucking did it, man!" Like I did it, did it. But it's it's how you go about it. You know what I mean? I see a lot of people straight. I mean, say bragging, maybe trying to stunt how you go about things. But um, I feel like if if you're celebrating properly, then you know, yeah. Because I I I don't see success is coming your way for you not to appreciate them yeah exactly you should be you should be proud of what you've done and you know and take it for what it is but understand that you still got a long way to go and there's that and the other you know and i think that's what that why the humble ones that, that we see are so successful yep you know what i'm saying like your sways and these guys he could have easily been like boom face plant move on i've already told four other people that i get it why would you get it kind of shit and, and who can blame him the man that sounds that he's busy, he's running up and down, but that's not the way it worked out. Yeah. And I think that's why Sway is where Sway is. Yeah, I'd agree, man. He's, you know what I'm saying? You know? But I never heard anybody give a bad word about Sway. That's true. That's true. Sway is like the premier, like a like a red man. Like you can't talk shit on them. Cause they put in work. They are, they're established, and I think they're just good people, bro. So they're just like, what what can you say about them? Yeah, exactly. You don't ever hear no one talk shit about red man. When you ever hear anybody say one bad word about Premiere? That's true. Never. But like, Premier, not Premiere, but <laughs> I agree with Redman. Oh. I love don't don't get me wrong, I love Premiere and all, but I've just you You've know. heard you've heard somebody say yeah. this, that, or the other? I'm just not the bad thing, but people that have worked with him in uh-huh. the studio, he can be an asshole, you know? Hmm. I think people confuse focused and like uh in their own because they it works, whatever they got method guy going on. Yeah. For them not being extra friendly to you. As an asshole-ish. Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm just, I heard, you know, yeah. I've, I've never been in the studio of Preem. Did you, I wish. Did you ever hear the story about what Tupac used to do to people if they fell asleep during no. one of his sessions? <laughs> what? That's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> to, I guess if you were at a session with Tupac and you were like falling asleep in the studio or whatever, he would stop everything. He would heat up a quarter and walk up to your forehead and push it. Damn. It's. I don't know Damn. where he got that idea or where he get the balls to just go around fucking burning yeah. people. But uh, yeah, that's one of the Tupac stories that I heard. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, but uh, everyone has their own way of working. All the artists do, all the people we met, they all have their own vibe, their own energy. Yep. They surround themselves with certain people all the time, so that kind of shit. But let's talk about Soundset. What did you think about Soundset overall? It's amazing. Um... I'm a concert junkie, so I go to concerts 
not only like for the music and shit like that but um i like checking shit out i like seeing what attractions they have and what separates this festival from that festival and um especially now that i throw my own small festival like i'm always trying to take notes and just see who's doing what and uh you know going to europe and seeing how you know they get down out there with the festivals like i had seen shit i had never seen before out here so it was like okay i like when people do different stuff so at sound set this year i've always liked they're all they're hip-hop as fuck you know you could tell that they grew up not only liking the culture and being a part of the culture but there was b-boys in the crew there was taggers in the crew there was djs in the crew there was beatboxers mcs and then they let it be known like if all they cover all aspects of the culture at soundset like walking around there was uh you know the car show the lowrider show that's a part of hip-hop they were having the fucking hydraulics show that's hip-hop whether it's not one of the four original elements it's part of the culture um they had all the graffiti there's graffiti everywhere live fucking everybody there was like mad pieces all over the place um they had an open mic battle set, MC battle area the whole time. Dope. Like that, they were getting it in open mic. Um, they had the element stage with all the b boys and then DJ Jazzy Jeff. I don't know if you've seen the video, but there's a video going viral on Facebook right now from Soundset, and it's DJ Jazzy Jeff, DJ Scratch, and DJ Scratch Bastard, and they're doing a, a merry go round on the tables. It's fucking. I seen it earlier. I was like, dude, we interviewed this fool like right after. Yeah, but um. That's one thing I've always liked about Soundset. And they, yeah. they've just, they make sure to incorporate all that, all the elements of hip hop. I feel a lot of shows and stuff try to become part of the culture. Well, they don't have the essence, bro. And that, that's, I was going to post this shit earlier yeah. that, uh, yeah. that's the thing that you feel at, at Soundset. And that's something that we got compliments on for our show is essence. Like you could tell you guys are part of this, not you guys are trying to buy into this or trying to, advertise to these people like no we are this and we're bringing these businesses to us not the other way around whenever you have heart and you and you can show that demonstrate that people pick up on it bro like yeah it has heart exactly essence it has heart it has it has a place in here they're not trying to get make a quick buck by putting together a bunch of artists and then charging you six dollars for to withdraw money from the atm or charge you insane parking fees they had a free parking they had a shuttle they will pick you up and drop you off. Free parking. They don't free want free water. All they had all that shit, man. Like, dude, that, that, what did I tell you when we first got there? It was like, look, is this place that said refill your water here. Boom. When have you ever seen any other festivals just be like, yo, you want free water? Uh-huh. No, not not. Here's six dollars for a fifty cent water. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like it's insane. But that that's why sounds is so successful, and that's why other ones are not because they forgot about that or they never were that. And like I even beyond soundset now that they've grown so big now it's a whole it sounds at weekend it's not soundset it sounds at weekend there's people flying in from all over the world and like friday they had um the sway the live sway in the morning you know i got to rap mm. on sway in the morning bunch of local mcs you know they opened the mics up and we got to rap on fucking shade 45 mm-hmm. later on that night they had um they had the steven vanasco evidence uh photo gallery mm-hmm. They had the risk was doing an art exhibit. There was a b boy competition. Yeah. There was a um, and then the pre party, and then like Greaves had like a Wu Tang party, and it was just all kinds of shit going on, you know. And that's yeah. 
that's what it's become and like my first year going out there wasn't that it was like slowly becoming that they'd have like little events and now it's just like fucking friday there's like three four events saturday there's three four events and then sunday's like boom festival and then you got the after party and then all the after after parties and shit you know but you also think about it on the business end dude that that means permits that means that's a shitload of work bro like (laughs) and they're putting it together and people are appreciating it like dude people I, I know i am when i came home it was yeah, fuck yeah. one of the best trips i've ever taken in my life and it was because because of sounded and also let's point this out or i, I well, something i noticed is like um migos or logic was headlining yeah but they didn't disregard any of the other acts they didn't treat them like oh no you know Migo, we can't wait till logic gets up but no no yeah. it was like yo boom is next and this is next and the crowd the energy they all feel it you know yeah. and they even had three two other stages right it was two other ones yeah, yeah, and, and what I was well, it was two main stages and then a third. What like, I what I wanted stage. to point out was that Slug Atmosphere yeah. could have said, "Oh no, I'm gonna be on the main stage, bro." This, I mean, duh, why wouldn't you? And you wouldn't blame him, but he wanted to be in the furthest stage out. You know what I'm saying? Like the the the, the friends and this family was the, stage. Uh, the first year they did that though, yeah, because Atmosphere is usually on the one of the two main stages, right? right. But I mean, like I said, they're growing so much. They had to open up a third stage, and yep. like they used to have the essential elements thing or no they had the fifth element stage mm-hmm. so it was like a smaller stage mm-hmm. but that shit was like a third main stage yeah. you know oh dude uh fucking bun b uh brother yeah, ali I mean, fucking day, atmosphere mind, evidence murders uh young ma yeah yeah it was off the hook like Fire. The, everywhere you went so sound set whatever you're doing keep fucking doing it you're doing it right i'll tell yeah. you that much let's talk about the interviews that we were able to get and let, let me let me point this out <clears throat> i don't I don't like to talk shit, 60. You know me. I'm just quiet, dude. I, don't, I mind my own business. I don't have no opinions about nothing. But uh, when somebody tells me this is what's going to happen, that's what I expect to happen. Because if, if I tell you, 60, I'm going to go pick you up, I'm going to go pick you up. I'm not going to call you five minutes later and be like, I can't go. Like, I'm going to go do this, right? So when they when the people tell me, when I go and line up interviews, most of the time it's not the artist saying yes or saying no. Right, it's usually somebody that runs it by the artist, and the artist will decide later. Supposedly, that's the way it's supposed to work, right? So when we got an email, it was it was like, here are the names of the people we can we can get you interviews with. Who do you want? So I said, blah blah blah, blah, these people. So when I got to that's what I expected, right? And then you go and tell me, oh, not everyone got that offer. Like whatever you're doing, you know, they, w- that's dope because not everyone, not all the other outlets got that offer. So that was double expecting shit to happen. But when a lot of the interviews that were promised didn't go through, now it makes me look bad because I'm only going on your word that this is going to happen. So when I announce it on my show, people are going to expect yeah. to see blank and blank and blank. So for sure, it was going to be, um, it was going to be, well, Logic was promised. Wu Tang was promised. Uh, uh, Rhapsody was promised. Ice T was like these were all things that before I got there were like, yep, we already got them lined up. It's gonna happen. Go down. So none of those happened. But what did happen? It got even better down the line. I think kind of life kind of made up for it. So we did sit down with Crespo, DJ Crespo, which is Jaden Smith's DJ. That was dope. We sat down with Prof. Shout out to Prof for giving us time. We shot. We sat down with uh, Kathy Avril, which is uh, Idea's mom. We sat with the director of The World Has No Idea, a new documentary. Um, we we did that one, and um, I'm trying to think if we miss if I've missed anybody else. And of course, we sat with Sway, or we walked with Sway. I think you said? Did you say Prof? I said Prof. Prof, Prof 
alone could be a whole episode because <laughs> I'm going back Shit. to hearing it and Prof is one of these dudes that I feel like he I, trolled us the I, whole interview I, I, no, I, I feel there was moments where he was trying to be serious but we took it as him joking around yeah. but I honestly think that some of those stuff that Pop said he's like honestly feels that way like he doesn't know why he's famous he just does what he does and he doesn't really care that he has fans he's just like oh it's dope I want more but eh. yeah. or you know he also doesn't credit Rhyme Sayers for all his success he said no I was me no, yeah, and then Sayers pe- yeah he was already so now I'm working with Rhyme Sayers which has a lot to do but to him it was I could either take it or leave it bro like I'm still gonna be prof regardless yeah. right and you guys will hear that interview but uh, so uh, first up, we have DJ Crespo, and we saw with DJ Jazzy Jeff, of course. Yeah, forgot about Jeff. DJ Crespo, which is uh, Jaden Smith's DJ, his tour DJ, yep, and he also yep. produces from and all that stuff in their BFS or whatever. Uh, <laughs> coolest kid on the planet, super nice, young, probably only like twenty seven, maybe twenty six. Uh, he's a, he's from Miami. Uh, he has multiple re- residencies in different states. So that shows you what kind of hustler he is. And he's all about hip hop. Like he wants like underground. He loves like independent hip hop. And we hooked up with Jaden is because he's under the management that Jaden is under. The only other artist that's being managed by this company. Everyone else is Will Smith, Jaden Smith, and Willow Smith. So all the Smiths. This company only handles the Smith and DJ Crespo. So that tells you what kind of uh, level level and energy he's on. So you guys check that out. Coming up next, we got, we're going to put up uh, Jazzy Jeff, I think. It'll be either Jazzy Jeff or it'll be uh, Prof. We'll we'll see. We'll figure it out. So right now, you guys are going to hear our interview with uh, DJ Crespo backstage. Um, Sound set. You were out doing your thing out there, right? For this Who one, was on at what was it one p.m. I think oh. I want to go catch evidence. I think so. It, so, it was, but so sixty isn't heard in this one, but he was very much present, running up and down, getting uh, yeah. pictures, videos, all everything he could. So, shout out to sixty for that. So, DJ Crespo coming up, sounds a remix. Peace. Welcome back to the show. You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up on location, Soundset, beautiful Soundset, two thousand eighteen. And uh, beautiful Minnesota. Yeah, it's beautiful out here. What man. do you think? I love it. I love it. It's uh, it's really green. It's hot. It's hot like Miami, which is crazy. Uh, it's the humidity that gets to me because it's hot in Cali too. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But that humidity just hits you in the oh, face, bro. Coming off the plane. Uh, it's very similar to Miami, where you walk outside and you're instantly sweating. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just like that. Man. We're sitting here with Crespo. Yep. Crespo, where do we know you from? Um, I am touring right now with Jaden Smith on his DJ part-time and then I also am a DJ producer on the road Um, I play clubs all over the world and I'm a turntablist at heart really that's how it started so you uh, how do we feel about like uh, like the uh, DJ programs like the you know know, I think it's important I think technology is is really what is gonna push us to the next step and um, it's nice to be able to travel now with just a laptop and set up and play a show instead of traveling with crates of records but there is something to be said right for like digging in crates getting your fingers dusty and definitely watching it spin there's something about that right there's nothing like you know physically touching a record compared to playing an mp3 you know yeah so yeah. before i used to be like oh i'm playing records tonight sometimes i'll be like oh i'm playing mp3s tonight you yeah know? when you can carry like four or five crates and a little disc yes. drive so why walk around ah, yeah. yeah give or take you know <laughs> you win some you lose some and, yeah. and to me the technology has helped us 
be able to become more accessible in, in different places. Sure. You know? Sure. And so where did we get our start? Um, I started actually when I was really young. My dad had a collection of records and I would scratch the shit out of them. Uh, <laughs> went out to college in, yeah. at Florida State in Tallahassee. Uh-huh. And uh, I really just was watching a couple DJs in clubs. Yeah. And uh, I was fascinated at the way they made people move. Right. So I bought my own setup and I would literally go to any place that I heard. It was like there was a party happening. And I'd knock on the door and be like, you guys wanted some music? Like, I'll, I'll DJ for you. Bring my full rig in. And uh, I would rock these parties and, you know... Five years later, the right person was listening. Or not five years later, but five years down the road, we're here now. But um, the right person was listening at one of these parties and was like, I'd love for you to headline my club. And uh, that's how I started club DJing. And uh, this was in Tallahassee, a big big party school. And, um, you know, Tallahassee is the capital of Florida. And so there's a lot of people from Miami that would come up there. And eventually the right person in Miami heard... Uh, the right person from Miami came up, heard me, and they're like, you know, I'd love to have you play in Miami. So it was like this trickle-down effect. Man, let's talk about that because uh, I think momentum is very important yep. and in not getting in your own way. And what I tell people is the minimal things that I've been able to accomplish, I've done it by doing the best not to get in my own way, 100%. not fucking up the, 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 the possibilities given to me, and then recognizing when this is an opportunity and being ready and to pounce on it, right? Yes. I, I think people underestimate um, when, when, when you find out what life has in store for you and you walk that path, life will facilitate things for of you, course, right? Of course, of course. If you find that everything's, every day is a struggle, then maybe you should look back and be yeah. like, is this where I'm supposed to be? Yes, man. Yo, that is that is truth on that 100%. Right, like, but, but you, like you, for an example, you were playing up to there. Then you played here, and then hey, hey, this kid, okay, hey, you, yeah. and then yeah. it, life just said, hey, okay, here it is. If you want it, I'm gonna give it to you, right? Definitely. And, and you earned it and deserved it. Yeah. And yeah. the craziest part was I was going to school throughout the whole thing, and I was studying biology because I thought something might, you know, I thought my parents wanted me me to me to be a doctor yeah. or something. Dude, I have a degree that I don't use either. Yeah. I have a bachelor's that I just yeah. has nothing to do with what and, I want to do. And you know, so I ended up studying and downloading music at the same time, yeah. or, or going to a record store right after class. Right. And uh, it just got to the point where I realized I was getting in my own. Way yeah. with school, yeah. so I decided to take music full time. But that that must have been a tough decision. It was the hardest of my life for sure. What, what, uh, what nationality are we? I'm a Puerto Rican and Filipino. Okay, so are, do we? Um, are we more Hispanic uh, oriented? Or uh, you like- I, I'd say both. My my dad, both parents were pretty strict. Yeah. So to tell them, hey, I'm gonna go chase a dream exactly to be exactly my question was gonna be it was really what, hard. So when uh, when first you went to college, like okay, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. And when you said to them, hey. This is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Was the argument, hey, it's it's too it's too crazy of a error. like what did, what was the what was the mentality? Oh yeah, 100. percent My my father was a really strict Catholic man, so he was always like, you know, go to school, get your degree, and and make your paycheck. Yeah. Um, I found life to be really hard when I was pursuing a path like that because I'm a creative, like 100 percent at heart. And uh, to me, it was just like you know I have to follow something. I felt like I was being tugged in that direction. So I had to tell him, and it was very hard. My mom was a little more accepting. <laughs> My question was, hey, guys, can I borrow $1,800 for some turntables? And they're like, fuck no, you know? So <laughs> I worked hard for them. Um, yeah. The moment I convinced them that this is what I love to do was when they first came to one of my shows and saw 2,000 people just having the time of their life to me DJing. There's being a, okay, okay, I'll see somebody like who just went on, let's say, prof. Yep. Who's a character, right? He's up there. But the crowd is with Prof. Like, yes. that kind of 
energy and artistic level, if you can, if you are lucky enough and blessed enough with having it, oh, you have to. You dis- have to. That's why artists are tortured, right? Because they're done with this gift that they must share, which they probably don't want to share all the time. Right? right, but as a DJ, you don't you don't get to speak vocally. Right, your performance right. is with your hands, and and, and I love that because I'm not very good with words. Yeah, I really love piecing music together in a way that people will go home and be like, "Holy shit, that DJ fucking changed my night, changed my life." Yeah, for that you know, yeah. and uh, that's what I love to do. Is that's the art behind it to me in DJing is technical also, but really piecing music together in a way that sends you like almost on a journey you know yeah. it's like shit i haven't heard that record in so long like yeah. oh damn what song is this you yeah know? So yeah absolutely that's that's my passion right yeah. there and then producing is second you know i love making music also okay so let me ask you this a lot of djs i know like let's say like a dj babu or premiere they're djs and they'll get down on the scratches but they also produce yes now do you think djs should be producers i i think it's something that you don't ever force if you if you have a passion for making music I think, you know, and you're a DJ, it adds that much more to being able to produce hits. Because you'll never, I don't know, a lot of times the producers aren't DJs. Yeah, yeah, right? you're right. And and it's it's like you find this really weird middle ground nowadays where some DJs are producers, some yeah. producers are DJs, yeah. aren't DJs. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think when you're a DJ, you really understand how music works with people. Right. So it, it gives you that advantage when you oh, go into production. You kind of see the production on a yeah. different angle. You know what works on a dance yeah. floor, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so wh- when did we look up with uh, with Jaden? Uh, I hooked up with Jaden about two years ago. Uh-huh. Um, my good friend David uh, has always been a really close friend of mine. He's an OG DJ from Orlando. Okay. And uh, he saw me one night DJing at the club, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like, "Man, you're fucking amazing!" He's in, threw his Rolex on the turntable, stopped the music. He was pretty drunk. And uh, eventually, at the end of the night, he was like, thank you, you know, for playing an amazing set. He's like, I'm going to help you out big time one day. Yeah. His brother ends up being um, a, a man named Miguel, and they run a company called Westbrook. They yeah. manage the whole Smith family. Yeah. And so uh, they brought me on, and uh, they were like, you know, we want to manage you as a DJ and a producer and a performer. And uh, I clicked with Jaden right away. Yeah. and. We started doing shows, and our first one was Fall Out Boy Tour. So you are his his tour DJ. Yes, and yeah. you're also his producer for his albums. Um, you know, we're, or you have. I'm not one of the only ones, sure. But I'm working on making music with him. Yeah, yeah. So what kind of what kind of legacy? Okay, and this is something probably closer to Jaden that I should ask. But what kind of legacy does he want to leave? And do you see him trying to steer away from the Smith name too much, or is yeah. it something he embraces? And yeah, you know, I think he's very proud to be who he is. You know, like you. I think we all should be. He and recognizes his blessings? Yeah, for okay. sure, for sure. And I think he also realizes that, like, he's his own person, and it really shows in his music and his album. Yeah. And the type of person he is, the things he pushes and believes. Yeah. But it's never been a conversation of, like, yo, I'm trying to steer away from this or that. I, no, no. I want no. him to do my own brand, no, and, you know, he, no, I he think, embraces the Smith yeah, legacy. Yeah, I think you have to. You know, it's your blood. He can't run away from it. Especially, I mean, Will Smith, one of the biggest on the planet, yeah, right? Movie yeah. stars. And I would be so stoked if that was my dad. And let's let's say outside of the movie star, Will Smith is one of the one of the uh, godfathers of hip hop, man. Like he molded hip hop. Jazzy Jeff, and you know, back uh, in the day. Uh, oh, and shout out to Jazzy Jeff, which I'm blessed enough to get a sit down with him later on tonight, which nice. I'm super excited. Yeah, about. he's a good again friend. another one of those DJs who was around eras of yes. hip hop. He's seen it. He's been, and Will's been one of these cats who's been hated and loved at the same time. Yeah, man. Received and like pushed away by hip hop, right? So J- does Jaden kind of, he's young. 
He right, is, so yeah. he views hip hop. He has to view it in a whole different yeah light. Okay. But I think what's cool is he brings something fresh and new to the hip hop scene. Yeah. And he's not afraid to. He doesn't curse in his music. Yeah. He's not afraid to be who he is and talk about things that he wants to. And right. I respect that more than anything. You yeah. Know? Like, so where do you fit in when, when the way he molds the music together? Or when, at least when you work with him, like what kind of influence do you have on him? Oh, um, you know, like it, it's really cool because we just have like a very personal relationship too. So, you know, I help him with performance tips. Like when we first started the tour with Fall Out Boy, we, we learned how to really take a crowd and interact with them. You know, get them to put their lights in the air, right. hands up. Yeah. Um, but for, on a personal level, we just, we vibe out. We play video games, kid show. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So uh, what do we have in goal for yourself? Say again? Like, well, what goals do you have set for yourself that you oh, want for to myself? Have? Man, uh, my ultimate dream is really to play solo shows as Crespo, have my own music Dope. like that, yeah. you know, um, similar to like a Diplo. Okay, I, but I you do that. have some residencies already, right? Yes, talk to me about that. I play all across the U.S. and the world. Um, I have a residency in Australia, Sydney, uh, Chicago. So Miami's home base. You already got the Crespo name out. Yeah, man. I mean, the DJ stuff was going well, and then Jaden and I connected, and it's just taken to a whole nother level now, which is awesome. Oh, do you want to reach out into other levels of music? Definitely. Like what? Like yeah, I I love rock. I love rock music. I would love to, you know, really work with bands live. Give me like your top five. Okay, give me one artist you would you you want to work with, dead or alive. Give me the artist that you would love to work with. For sure, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Okay. Just just a legend to me. Like the way he played his guitar riffs. You know, you heard of Evidence? Yes. So Evidence kind of did the same thing with uh, the Beatles. Yes. He kind of smoothed it. Man, some Crespo, Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix thing. I don't yeah. know, bro. I think you, I could, you could uh, make that happen. Yeah, yeah. What about alive locally or any cat that you want now out now that you'd be like, I would love to work with this dude. Oh, alive, man. Uh, Kendrick, Kendrick, Ooh, man. Okay. He's just a poet to me. Like the way he connects with lyrics and the way he performs is amazing. Yeah. So yeah, 100% Kendrick. So Kendrick Lamar. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, man. So, can you give me like a like your best show that you consider best so far? Show like a show that's just stuck in your memory as being like a um, wild, amazing show you've done. I would probably say, two years ago, I played a show in Paraguay. It was about fifty thousand people. Damn, bro. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I was one of the headliners, and it was amazing, man. I just I played every song right, every transition was perfect, and the crowd was just jumping. You could feel the ground shake. But Paraguay awesome. is what Central America. Uh, South, uh, yes, South America. South, South America. So a lot of honeys, a lot of a lot of honeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can. I, the Parag- I mean, Paraguay women just sound. Yeah, it sounds yeah, amazing, right? Definitely, definitely. We single. We married. What's uh, I name? have a beautiful girlfriend. Her name is oh, Stephanie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, that's right. She's right over there. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure she heard you. She's beautiful. <laughs> He's bragging about you over here. <laughs> uh, uh, so as a, how, I mean, were you young? We youngish, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, twenty six. Tw- damn, bro, yeah. twenty six. You're already doing your thing at twenty six. I feel old, man. God, dude, I'm thirty. Fuck, I'm thirty three. That's okay. Eight, oh, I know. I know. People hey, say hey, we're, hey, age is just that number. You know, <laughs> age is just a number. Uh, but uh, but you, you, that's a lot of accomplishments at such a young age. I, I, I try not to look at them as like accomplishments. As more as just like the next step, because. I always want to get somewhere that I'm in a position to help other people. Mm, you know, like yeah. that's been my ultimate goal with all this that I'm doing is to really like build a platform to build other people up. You know, that's kind of Jaden's goal also. Yeah, and it's it's what happened to you. 
Yeah. Right? So you're trying to pay forward kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's a nobility in that. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and are we hip-hop head? Or Yo, yeah, do we consider definitely. ourselves like a just like a broad music no, lover? I, I grew up on like, my sister started a, and this is actually where like my love for DJing rooted. Uh-huh. She started a hip-hop uh club at in Orlando at her college called Elements uh-huh. and uh, it was the four elements of, of hip hop breakdancing uh, gr- graffiti right uh, turntablism uh-huh. and uh, MCing. MCing and I was just fascinated by the DJ you know he didn't say a word but made people move yeah and that's where it started um, I think I think uh, when people think hip hop they think automatically MC right yeah so when the argument comes out of like uh, you know uh, hip hop started here or hip hop started I tell them dude First of all, graffiti has got to be the oldest element. Of, yeah. Out of, oh. There was in caves, yeah. people, graph, right? And breakdancing was around before uh, MCing were, bro. And then MCing is the newest of the elements. People don't realize that, right? Yeah. But the face has become the rapper. Definitely. When definitely. before the DJ, you went to see a DJ play, and the MC was just the guy that would get the things moving along. Exactly, right? exactly. Like so, Grandmaster Flash. And right, like that, you know, right, and, right. Then it just became this whole, you know, collaboration of the the MC, the the DJ, even the the breaker on stage, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's what's beautiful about hip hop to me, you know. Yeah. Like, for me, I, I grew up on like KRS One, Outkast, Tribe, stuff like that. So it's like, I, I definitely didn't catch the beginning of the hip hop wave. Yeah. But I'm still like that much of a hip hop head to really love that old school sound. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and the thing about hip hop, um, and Jaden is is an example of this, is that it it involves. Yep. It moves around and it, it is the voice of the urban generation. Yep. And by urban, I don't mean just dark skinned people. No, no, Just no, no. people that live in the urban areas and have that urban mentality, you Definitely. know? So, where do you see the DJ being portrayed now, though? It's weird, man. Um, I actually love all kinds of music. So, for, for a little while, I, I, make, I make all kinds of stuff. So, electronic music also. And on that genre of music, the DJ has become like the focal point, the rock star. You know, people come to just watch the DJ perform, play his music. Um, I'd love to see more DJs become producers. I think that's the next step. Mm. You know why? Because I feel like as DJs, you know what works on a dance floor, so you can make music that allows people to be like, "Yo, I can dance. I can dance to this." Yeah, I know what works and what doesn't. Yeah. You know? um, and it's there's just not enough of us, you know, especially the old school DJs that produces and and DJ. Yeah. And I think, it, like you said, it gives you an insight. Yes. And, and if you're, you're as a producer, you're already thinking, okay, well, this beat's gonna. You know, it's, it's a it's a heartbreaking beat, or this is something you can listen to when you're with your girl or something. Definitely. And a DJ, you gotta kind of keep that into account, of course. And, and while you're putting out the leg together, right? Yep. So, uh, how how's how's a Crespo set put together? Man, a Crespo set is really off the top of the head, always. So you just feel the energy. I of the feel room. the energy, and I watch the crowd. I usually show up to a venue about an hour to thirty minutes before, right? And watch what the opening DJ is playing. And I watch how people move. Sometimes wow. I'll stand in the middle of the crowd yeah. and dance with them yeah. to understand what kind of vibe is going to be there. Right. Because that's what I want to do. I want to connect with everybody on that night, like on the highest level sure. possible. Yeah. Well, Crespo, well, thank you for your time, yes, bro. Brother, I thank appreciate you so much. You. I wish you the best. You're you're obviously a good guy. Oh, you got you, a man. good head on your shoulder. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, brother. Uh, the, you know, the, the hip-hop gods have smiled down upon uh, you. I'm, I, and I, I wish you the best, man. Thank you. I can't thank you enough, brother. Appreciate it. So, you. here we are. Soundset, 60 East. DJ Crespo, thank you yes. again. Catch thank you guys you, in a man. bit. Peace. Back, DJ Crespo, the man, the legend. He was cool, dude. He was a cool dude. He was a cool, cool yeah, mellow I got dude. There. I got there late, but he seemed cool as shit. Yeah, he's cool. Real humble, real nice guy. Uh, uh, lot, 
more humble than I expected anyone that's kind of on tour with Jaden Smith to be. Right. Because, like, <laughs> look, I don't know Jaden Smith personally, but again, I can't imagine a world where he's not a brat. Like, he's the kid of the biggest movie star on the planet. Like, it's not far-fetched to say the kid is, but maybe he's not. And maybe he's super humble and who knows, man. <laughs> well, when I meet Jaden, I'll let you know. I was tripping just being <laughs> as close as I was to him, you know. Like, okay, so sixty. What were you out and doing when I was when I was doing it here? What were you doing? Uh, well, I wasn't. Well, obviously, he was DJing while I was shooting for Jaden Smith. But um, I mean, during the interview, I, I was out shooting. I was for taking for. Yeah. Doing photography, of yeah, I was, uh, you were, of the show, of the, of the catching sh- all the artists in the press pit, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. taking pics and shit. Did you but see- I got, I got to see Jaden Smith and I got to see homie perform. Okay, up, up what close did, and personal. What did you feel about a Jaden Smith performance? What was it? So, he was lit as fuck. Were bro, you surprised like, it was so good? Was it like a mature I, performance? Was it like a? I like never gave Jaden Smith the time of day, so I've never really listened to his music like that. So this was my first time seeing him perform, also and shit. So, uh, I mean, seeing him rock, he just, I mean, he's active as fuck. Uh, we had the argument that he's only 15 or however, you know, of course, he's going to have mad energy. I never thought about it. How old is a kid? He's the kid. But anyway, he's flying up and down the stage, all fucking, all his whole set. Profusely sweating he, and fucking. Nah, he, I didn't even think he sweat once. <laughs> <laughs> he had a sweater on too. He had oh a hoodie. He threw his hoodie in the crowd. Um, oh, someone walked he, the one with Jaden hey, Smith's hoodie. He, he huh? had the crowd lit. Let's find out how old Jaden Smith is, just for the Your sake kid, of this though, conversation. For sure. uh, so dope show. He he kicked down. Yeah, he dope. killed it, bro. Dope. He was born in ninety eight. How old does that make him? Do the math. Oh, twenty. Damn, he's not that young. No, he's twenty. He's a kid. It's two thousand eighteen. He's twenty. Huh? So, he's a fucking teenager, Ow, bro. No, no, he's not. He's twenty. Okay. <laughs> he's, he can't even. He's twenty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Can't well, buy a beer, but but dope, dope, right. yeah, cool, kill it. I uh, mean, like I said, I was just like so amazed being so close to this kid's like a god. You know, you're fucking Will Smith's son, bro. Kid's like he's like a Hercules. You feel? The, he's prince of the world, bro. <laughs> Not only is his dad Will Smith, yeah. Look who his fucking mom is too. Yeah, yeah. he's fucking. He's got he got it in and his she, blood, bro. And, and you can <laughs> see that she has a lot of like um blank like i'm jada i'm, I'm like dog like, she look at her catalog bro she's done a lot you ever seen woo no you seen woo i seen woo i seen set it off too <laughs> it's a good one yeah set it off uh yeah shout out well you know what i wish Jaden smith the best yeah you know i'm sure like i'm sure kid. he's a super humble sweet guy who doesn't treat anybody bad yeah, you don't need to make it he already made it so i he talked made to, it being born <laughs> i talked to crespo and crespo was like he knows he's a smith and he rocks the name with a lot of pride, but he he kind of does want to be branch out. Yeah, you know, but I wouldn't. I don't blame him. You know, I think I might have seen him smoking weed. No, oh, I'm, I'm just oh, kidding. Oh, 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 <laughs> joking. <laughs> yeah, drug free, please. Uh, but we did sit one on one, close quarters with the legendary DJ Jazzy Jeff. Hey. So here, I'll give. I'll get. Having said what I said before about booking artists, I'm going to give props because this person, which is his wife, Lynette, shout out to Lynette, thank you for hooking it up, came through 100% like she said she was. She said, I got your email concept. We're going to scope it out. We'll let you know. I'm guessing I'm going to go Google you and see what you're about. Comes back, yo, he's definitely interested. I'm like, dope. Okay. She goes, yep, we're going to do it at, at the show. And then it went from, yo, half an hour to about this time to about this time. But 
the whole day she was like yo i'm here she's letting you know cool i'm here too okay cool how about this time no okay how about this time hey he really wants to catch some acts can we move it on like she was almost apologetic about yeah. him giving me time and i'm like yeah whatever whatever you want to school and the minute I, I, I you know it went down exactly like she said so shout out to lynette thank you for hooking that up what did you think first initial reaction to seeing jazzy jeff it was it was crazy to see them in the flesh i never met him before yeah. um obviously but i had seen him one time like I've, that's someone you hardly it's hard to catch him performing you know even now they like his career kind of revived he's doing a lot of shit but i caught him at south by southwest in 2012 fuck he was the headliner of uh of like the monster energy stage fucking lit bro thousands of people right he goes on like at midnight, two in the morning, and fucking destroys it. I just remember being like, "Oh my god!" Like, and what's I never it, what knew was he, he got, spinning. What's I never he spinning? Knew, I don't remember, bro. This fucking six no. But years I mean, ago. like, like what what vibe did you get? Like, was it like? It wasn't what I was expecting. Mm. He was mixing mixing it up, you know, hip hop, rock, EDM, whatever. He was just he was going in, and I was like, "Oh!" And then during the interview when he's talking about being diverse and when it comes to music and shit, I I understood. I was like, "Oh, okay." He keeps his ear active, and that's how he's been able to still be active. And you see him getting booked on a lot of the uh, festivals nowadays too, because mm-hmm. he never he never got whack. You know, DJs, man. You know, it's different than being an artist. You know, uh, I feel that you can go one of two ways in a lot of stuff. But with DJs, is either you're gonna be hardcore, just the dude that does wax, like that's just you, yeah. and you don't move on, like this is gonna do that, or you're gonna do who doesn't even use wax, and you just serato, you just got fucking. And it sounds like jazz is a combination of both. Like yeah, he appreciates yeah. both he of them. Put on the show, you know. You know. So and, we sat with jazz and and uh, jazz in his trailer, right? And uh, first, super nice, super humble, yeah, cool. wasn't. He had his kids with him too, right? He had his kids with him because they're on his new project. No. M3. They're on his new project. Um, but he was real welcoming and open. He wasn't like, let's, his people were like, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, I'm telling you, Chilling, if it yeah. wasn't for them, I feel we could have had that combo because he was interested. Yeah. Like he gave back and forth in the combo. And one thing that I left there was saying was thinking, oh, he, Jazz is real people. Yeah. Like, he's a real dude. And he had knowledge. Yeah, he'd been in the game, bro. He, he and he, I, I appreciated the fact that he kind of wanted to stay active, like, oh, who this is and who that is and play new shit, because that's what a real DJ does. Yeah. And like you guys are here in the interview in a little bit, he kind of submits himself to the role of the DJ, like, yo, I'm not here to be the main guy. Yep. I'm here to fucking get the party going. And he understands that vibe of being a DJ, you know. Uh, but he did drop some gems. Was super excited a lot to, of gems a lot of gems and he calls me out of my shit which yeah. is which i appreciate that means you're <laughs> interested and you like the conversation uh but yeah super nice guy took pictures with us and everything so you guys enjoy dj jazzy jeff sound set recap peace sound set 2018 wake the flock up six to east supporting me that's my partner out here we got the legendary jazzy jeff yeah man thank you for agreeing for the interview man i really yeah. appreciate it First, let me thank you for your contribution to hip hop and everything you've done for the culture. Oh man, I appreciate it. Really it really means a lot. It, it was you know um, DJs and MCs and the the b boys of the day that kind of paved the path the way for everybody yeah. else, and yeah. I appreciate that. So thank you so much. Thank you. So uh, sound set twenty eighteen. Yeah. What's it like for oh, jazz? Man, this still? is this. You know what? This is this is great because this is 
a intergenerational thing. You know what I mean? To look out on stage and there's thousands and thousands of people watching Migos and Erica Badu was on and the 25th anniversary of yeah. Wu Tang and Ice T yeah. yeah. and Logic is coming on late. Like, man, that, you know, that's, that's what it's about. You know, and I, w- I was telling somebody, like, you don't have this everywhere. Right. Like, right. this is this is extremely, extremely special. Yeah. I feel we don't see Jeff, or Dassey Jeff, we don't see you in a lot of stuff. We see you kind of in the stuff that I feel that you want to do. Like, the stuff yep. not, that... A lot, a lot of people, I feel like artists, they, they go on tour because they need to. Yeah. And I feel that, like, Jeff kind of, like, you do your thing, right? Is that is that... Am I right? Well, you know what? I I've been blessed to be doing this for a really long time. Yeah. Um, and have a very, very loyal fan base. Yeah. That we service three, four times a year. Yeah. You know, all, all, you know, completely around the globe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's a blessing. Did, that's, w- w- was there ever a point where you were kind of scared to be cornered or stereotyped to be no. this certain DJ or nah. that's what he does? That's well, what you he- know, no, nah, you know what it is? Like, I, I, the funny thing, the essence of a DJ was, that he played all kinds of music. Like right. I, when I was carrying record crates, I had a funk and soul crate. I had a hip hop crate. I had a house crate. You know, I had a slow jam crate. Right, right. And you went to a party and you played all of that. And I never stopped that. Uh-huh. Cause I believe that I don't know anybody on earth that likes one type of music. Right. So right. Right. I, I just stayed true. So, so how do we view DJs nowadays? From a um, DJ's perspective, you know what? They're all kinds of DJs now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it the the genre has gotten so big that it's so many different kinds of DJs. The equipment has changed, um, but to me, the fundamental principle of a DJ has never changed. Your job is to entertain people and make people have a good time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where some people get confused. People start talking about the equipment. Right. People start talking about the style of music. It's kind of like, listen, at, at the end of the day, you might not be a Detroit techno fan, right. but if you got 10,000 people that are, let them have a good time. So if, if I may, so the DJ is kind of not a slave, but he's kind of there for a purpose to entertain the crowd, right? That's the way yes. it should have been viewed. The DJ's job is to make people have a good time through yeah. music. Yeah. Like, understand, the DJ projects. Right. It's not about the DJ. Right. You know what I mean? And you get a lot of people that think it's really about them. Yeah. Like, if you don't make them have a good time, you ain't going to have a job. Right. Like, at the end of the day, what you really want to try to do is figure out a way to do both. I want to show you what I can do, but I'm also going to give you... Some of you. Right. You know, and it's kind of like a, a DJ's like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You go to your favorite restaurant to get your favorite food. That's mm-hmm. why people have favorite DJs. You have an expectation of what the food will be. That's it. Because you're there for a certain style that, or certain delivery. And, and, then, and, and then sometimes you go eat because it's, it's a surprise every time. Nice. Yeah. So depending yeah. on what you like is, you know. T- talking about that. So as when I brought up the fact that I was going to sit down and interview with you, uh, I got a lot of props. Yeah, that's dope. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that keep bringing up was uh, Will Smith question. Will Smith yep. questions. And I'm like, well, Jazz is an entity himself. He's his own person. Oh, listen, but like, you got to understand. Listen, me, that's my partner. That's, that's, that's my and, partner and, but, for but life. Without so. taking anything away from that, though, yeah. was there ever a moment that you might have felt that his success was overshadowing Never. the group? Or did you? I mean, you don't do that, that with your partner. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't trying to be an actor. He wasn't trying to be a DJ. Right. 
So it wasn't any kind of clash, uh-huh. you know. This was a plan that we set out in motion from the day that we met. So, you know? so there was an understanding when, when I don't know how it went, but Will got a movie, I think, first, and then he did the show. And so, was there like, okay, this the plan is just blow up any way we can? No, the plan was Will wanted to be the biggest actor in the world, and I wanted to be a music producer. He set out to be that. Oh, listen, we we talked about that before we did our first show. Wow. Like he was like, yo, I really want to be an an actor. Uh huh. Like so none of this was a surprise. Uh-huh. This was this was a plan. Like I'm more excited at the fact that we executed it pretty well. Yeah, no doubt. No you doubt. Know? Yeah. So it was never a thing like you know, but you know, that's that's just people, you know, oh my god, you know, Will left you. It's kinda like, uh oh, no he didn't, you know? Yeah, it was all game planned. It it was it, it one hundred percent. But okay, so then uh let's say uh it's been how long has it been since you and Will got in the studio together? Oh man, we ain't been in the studio in a minute. Right. And a lot of that is more scheduling than anything. Yeah. I mean, we did our first show in 20 years last year. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And that yeah. took five, six years of scheduling to, for us to be able to do it. It's yeah. not like he doesn't want to do it or I don't want to do it. It's just, listen, he's the biggest movie star on the planet. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I call him, hey man, I'm doing sound set. Where you at? Oh man, I'm in South America. So oh. th- there was, there was two acts everyone expected what to come out for. Uh, was it his Jaden who just played and everyone was like, oh, he's definitely going to out for jazz, right? It was expecting it to happen. Yeah. I mean, and it, you know, it's, through, it's yeah. like I said, you yeah, know, yeah. you make $20 million a movie. I don't think you're coming to sound. You wouldn't blame the dude for it. Okay, understandable. It's like, okay, you, you kind of busy. I can dig it. So, so when Will's career did take off, what, where do we see you? Where do you, where do you see oh, yourself? Man, I was in the studio. Uh-huh. I was in the studio, man. I've been in the studio of, I've been in the studio before I met Will. Right, right, right. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's, that's, that's where my whole thing was. Right. Um, even with me being on a TV show, that was something that Will had to twist my arm to do mm-hmm. because that wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to make music. And it was just kind of like, come on, man, you know, it might do you be think fun. And- he might have been like, I want you to know that I'm not leaving you behind. Come on the show so you can Listen, see that. We're- I'm telling you, we talked about this yeah. from the door that yeah. we never talked about that. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it, it never was, been, it never uh, me and Will broke up. Right. We're, you know, oh, Jeff is doing this and Will is doing this. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's Will come on stage. I'm right behind him. Right. That's a beautiful thing. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. So, so how has Jeff evolved, you think, from when you first, it's almost not like a dumb question because it's been so many years, but like, how do you see yourself now as a DJ you were then to the DJ you are now? Oh, man. I mean, you know, you got wisdom. Right. You know, that's, that's the main thing. You yeah. know, I got 34 years under my belt. So, you yeah. know, it's just, I got mountains and mountains of music in my head and, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm somebody that I'm kind of like, listen, I could tell you, you know, about Wes Montgomery and Jimmy Smith and I could tell you about Migos and Logic. Right, right. You know, yeah. it's, you never stop learning when you, when you do music, the whole thing about doing music, whether it's a producer as a DJ, the, the, the way, the, the, the way that you stay relevant is just pay attention. Mm. Be evolved. That's that's it's, you right. just gotta pay attention. If yeah. you don't pay attention, you get a lot of people that get to a certain point in time in their career and they stop. I don't want I don't want to know nothing about this new stuff. Yeah, you know what, what, I mean? I, what I'll get a lot from sitting from from people that've been around a minute is like, oh yeah, I don't listen to nothing else. I just me, I just do me. I don't listen to nobody else. I just do me. I mean, and and, and they're probably sitting home right now. <laughs> I mean, that's but that's yeah. real. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. you know what I mean. You it, it's just paying attention, and you know what it is. My love for the art form, and my love for overall music supersedes me putting myself in a box. Mm. You know, it's yeah. it's I, like understand. They're up on stage. They're my son's age. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. No, definitely. You know, that's, that's, that was us 25 years ago. Uh huh. You know, I'm paying attention. Like, we ain't have a stage like that. We ain't have lights like that, sound like that. I enjoy that. Yeah. You know, I'm looking out there. It's, it's thousands of people out there having a good time. Well, let me say this. I think it was acts like you, uh, Run DMC, you know, where, where they made it. A, a possibility for hip hop to be more than just oh I'm just all I do is rap no 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 well I also got a clothing brand or I also got a TV yeah. show it was acts like that that kind of made it possible for people to believe that hip hop could be a train that gets you in different destinations well we and didn't it's not we just, didn't know that right like, you right, know what I mean like yeah. the 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 first generation you're trying to figure it out like even even to the day like this is the first generation of hip hop that's growing older yeah. Hip hop has never been this Listen, old as Wu-Tang today. Wu Tang put out an album yeah. 25 yeah. years ago, and yeah. they celebrated with yeah. everybody rocking. I don't know if any amigos is 25, mm. right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, but it's kind of like you're feeling your way around. You sitting there like, yo, this is crazy. Like, yeah. you know, who say Wu Tang won't be up there celebrating their 50th? Which is what something I told 60 as I'm watching them on TV because in the media there's a TV shows, and I'm like, yo, bro, look, 40 year old men are doing hip hop proper. That's it. Like they're still, it's That's still. It. They started it. So, so uh, recently I saw Black Thought, and mm-hmm. he delivered like one of the illest freestyles. Yeah. Like, you know, on, on, on flexes. Yeah. And, and to me, it was like, yo, I can't then turn around and listen to Lil Blank, bro. Like it's just the hip hop. It's different. That, it is. It's you a different you, vibe, right? See, so you can't compare the two. But you think it's still very much same branches from the same, yeah, a listen, different branch from the same tree. Let right? me tell you something. You know what that is? You can't compare LeBron James to Michael Jordan. T- different era, uh-huh. different time, different right. rules, different uh-huh. players, uh-huh. different bill. Yeah. As much as you want to hypothetically say it, that's the old head saying right now. Oh, LeBron ain't—he's not real. He's not the real goat. Right. He's not this. It's—it's. It's, but then you got the young guy that's never really seen Jordan. It's kind of like okay, I, he the dude that made the sneaks, but he ain't go to ten straight finals like LeBron. You know? Yeah. It's you can't compare that. And then you, you can't got compare a dude who might say, "Oh yeah, but Dr. J is the goat." But then you and go, then you got you got but, this. But, that's, that's like that. Melly Mel is the goat. Right, 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 right. You know, Black Thought is the goat. Uh huh. You know, Migos is the goat. Yeah. You know, depending on who you so, ask. So if I may, I'm, I'll say this. People tell me like, who's the goat? Ask me. I'm like, look, I think it's more of a Mount Olympus. Like, there's gods. There's di- it's, people it's, that yeah. different entities are delivered in different forms. But there is bad music, Jeff. Right. We yeah, can, absolutely. We can say that there is bad hip hop. Absolutely. Okay. So. I, I almost feel like a gatekeeper and I think a lot of MCs and producers and they should be you should yes. be kind of be able to say no you're you're kind of abusing the culture you're kind of disrespecting it to make money okay now let me ask you a question yeah so something that you would deem is bad hip hop yeah if there's 10,000 people that like it uh-huh. do you stop it but there's 10,000 uh 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 answer the question do you stop it would I go out of my way to stop or it or would you or would you try to stop it I just wouldn't contribute to it if I felt that it was something negative and bad you I know what it was it. funny yeah and trust me I'm an OG sure sure I consider that prejudice you do you know why why because because you don't like it you don't think it's viable uh huh if there if there's one person on this earth that likes something let it be it ain't for you guess what I don't like cheese do should I be mad at anybody who eat cheese? Slapping pizza out the You know what I mean? Like, but that's that's the way that I look at it. Yeah. And that was something that enabled me to kind of step back and understand what it is. It's yeah. kind of like that's not for me. Uh-huh. I came in the house. I'm, I'm, I'll give you an example. I came in the house one day. Yeah. And my old girlfriend was looking at TV, and yeah. she was looking at Nickelodeon. Right, right. And she was like, "This is so childish." And I said, "Because it's for a child." 
Why are you looking at a child's program saying it's childish? It's not for you. Right. The music that you don't like is not for you. Uh. So look at it like it's Nickelodeon. Yeah, let it live. Don't, you know what? Yeah. I don't have the right to say that that's bad. Uh-huh. I can tell you I don't like it. I can't tell you that's bad. Oh, okay. Because if it's all them people out there having a good time, saying it's bad is the wrong term. So it's good for something, but it might not be for you. It, it ain't for you. Let's talk about the M3. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the new project. What are we expecting from a new Jazzy Jeff project that we didn't get, let's say, last project? Or Listen, this is, down? well, first of all, I got my brother Ron Fess on there. I got my brother Dane Jordan. Right. I got my son Amir. Uh-huh. This is one of the first intergenerational hip hop groups that you got three MCs, like real MCs. Yeah. That spit some real stuff uh-huh. from three different generations. Yeah. Coming from their own perspective. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. that was very important to me because, you know, like I said, it's like you said, there's bad hip hop out there. Yeah. I wanted to show that there is a different kind of hip hop. For a younger generation Like it's just like Cause, cause trust me It's bad hip hop 30 years ago Yeah Oh yeah I mean, you know that, That's the so. argument Everyone gives me Is that like, You act like 90s hip hop Didn't yeah, have bad yeah. hip hop in it Oh yeah it was, Well yeah But it yeah. also had a Pac And it had a Biggie it And it did. had a LL it And it had a, it a, a Big we, L And they you know got a Kendrick And they got a Cole that's And they got a, That's you know, a solid listen. point And we still got Jazzy Doing his hey, thing out listen, there Listen Always Yeah yeah. So real quickly So is there an MC Or someone that you Haven't got a chance To collab with That a Jazz Jeff Would still want to work with To this day Oh man There's a bunch of people Give me one That you would like You know what If I could It would be this well, you know what's crazy? Um, I'm a really, really big Kendrick Lamar fan. I don't know if I would want to work with Kendrick yeah. because, like, I'm one of those people. Not, not in a bad way. Like, I like, I like, I love what he does. That I want him to do what he does. Like, I enjoy him. You just kind of want to see it. Yeah, you kind of mesmerized I, by. I, I don't. Yeah. But yeah. Come on. Like, are you the guy? Like, I can't, yeah, I can't, but, but you know what? Like, yeah. that's how big of a fan I am. As he should be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not the person that wants to just put my hands on it. It's so funny you say that. I'll do it real quick. I met Sway, and Sway yeah. is the reason that I do what I do. Uh-huh. If it wasn't for Sway, I wouldn't have a career. And I told him, and I, and him shaking my hand and saying, I see you out there. Do you, to me, it was like, okay, I don't even want to continue this yeah. comment because I just got everything I ever That's wanted it. out of the man. That's yeah. it. That's okay, it. So, and are we, so are we producing and scratching and the whole thing on the album? Everything. 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 And we can expect that coming out. Oh, uh, it's out. It's already it's out, out and about. It's out, Where do man. we go to get it? You can get it on Spotify, SoundCloud, Pandora, yeah. uh, uh, iTunes. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's it's everywhere. Right, right, right. You know, and this is 100% independent. This yeah. is this is all me. Oh, you. Yeah. Let me say thank you again for everything Absolutely, you've done. It's, it, was a, it was a pleasure seeing you on TV. But outside of that, knowing that there's a DJ that's still doing his thing in, in his way, his style. Without Listen, I, 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 I just want to inspire other DJs. That you don't have a timeline on your job. Mm. Like, don't look at it like, oh, man, I'm going to do this. Like, life doesn't work like that. Yeah. You do it as long as you want to do it. Right. I bumped into Roy Ayers in the airport coming here. He's yeah. almost 80 years old. He yeah. walked past me like I was standing still. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, man, I just got finished doing a show in Chicago. Like, I want to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you will. There's no, there's no, there's no expiration date on Jassy Jeff. Uh, I mean, we, it, it should be an expiration date on anybody. That's so. what's up, Jess. Thank you for your time. It, I appreciate yes, you. I hate to ask, but can I get a quick? This is Jassy Jeff. You yes. listen to Wake the Flock Up. Wake the Flock Up. That's it. Yo, what's the deal? It's yours truly, the magnificent DJ Jazzy Jeff. Checking out Wake the Flock Up. Peace. Thank you guys. Round Sunset 2018, 60 East. We out here, baby. Peace. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>